0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 249. Eight or higher IELTS vocabulary for the working world. In today's episode, you will get very
1: specific vocabulary to describe work and the workplace, a topic which is all over the IELTS exam. Wondering about your fluency level?
0: Hey Jessica, what's what's shaking? Hey Lindsay, what's that? What's happening with me today? Let's see.
1: I'm pretty sure I can find something exciting about every day of my life. What mm-hmm. am I doing today? Oh, a friend of mine is coming over after she finishes work and we're gonna go for a run. Oh, fun. Um, and then we're gonna come back to my house and cook dinner because wow. she's on a special diet called the whole 30 diet okay awesome no I don't know if you've fun. heard of that yeah but she so there's things she's not supposed to be eating right now I said I would do it too but honestly it's too hard I I need to eat cheese and I what is need, she, what is she not supposed to eat so like what's the whole 30, it's kind of like a cleanse slash diet. You're not supposed to eat da- no dairy, no mm. beans, no, uh, grains, no oh, like whole gosh. grains. So you're basically eating fruit, vegetables, and, uh, potatoes. Like oh, that's wow. basically it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, which is fine. I did it for three days. I tried it. Oh, that's right. Um, and I, it, I did feel a difference in my body, but you know, I, <sighs> I don't... It's fine. Like, I'm fine. It's gonna... I, I liked it because it changed my perspective on how I cook. So I'm gonna substitute a couple meals a week for that sort of plan because I it's just another
0: good option. But yeah. there's no way I could do that for 30 days. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is an interesting aspect of our culture here that yeah. we, we do tend to a lot of people tend to go in and out of different diet plans like, and it's really common. I mean, my roommate's going yeah. through what's called the Dash Plan right now. What's that? It's called, it's, um, it's actually the woman from Orange is the New Black, Alex. She's the one who created oh. it because she had all kinds of diet issues. And, um, it's so it's basically like focusing on if your body is not able to regulate its metabolism, it's because of the gallbladder and the liver not working properly. Okay. And a lot of the foods that we eat, especially processed foods here in the States right. cause that to happen. So it's a combination of foods, stretching and broths. Like you make broths, <laughs> yes, broths. I <I've> said. <laughs> I seriously thought you said
1: bras, and like wearing like special bras helps your gallbladder. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, that's funny. I don't, you know. <laughs> It's – I don't know. I never tried any of these cleanses or diets. I've never dieted a day in my life. Yeah. Um, and really, my mom's a dietitian, and I was telling uh, her about it, and she's like, nope, that's not a good idea. It's uh, all about balance, Yeah, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it's logical. Processed bo- foods – processed boobs – I'm just <laughs> slipping all over the place today. Processed foods yeah. are d- unhealthy. That's obvious, you guys. Don't eat them. Really? Too yeah. much sugar, not good. Don't not good. do it. Yeah. But if you want ice cream, you know,
0: for like one dessert a day, you're fine. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just enjoy it and just don't eat like 10 ice creams a day. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of common sense is really what we exactly. need. Exactly. It's not, as, but I, I suppose like our listeners know this. It's the people in the U.S. that have the problem. Like it's That's our true. culture that <laughs> needs to know, needs to understand, you know, anyway, like, this is an interesting anyway. topic that could go into a culture of thinking right true (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i like it guys this is it actually would it might be
1: kind of entertaining for you guys uh if you're from countries where people don't do this to look at all the different cleanses and diets (laughs) that exist in north america and it's pretty much just north america i believe like even europe and england i don't think have issues yeah. like this um like i remember two years ago this is the last thing i'm going to mention about it but two years ago it was like really popular to the the cayenne pepper and lemon juice cleanse oh my gosh oh. just i don't know it's so unhealthy okay anyway Well, today, (laughs) we're, well, actually, we've given you guys so many good vocabulary words and phrases related to health and diets. Yes. I hope that you guys are already taking notes.
0: I know. Yeah. If and I, not,
1: we're going to focus on work vocabulary today. So please take notes.
0: Yeah. And I also just want to remind our listeners, you know, we just went off on a four-minute kind of, you know, out of nowhere kind of rant slash conversation, but it's not meant to go to waste, guys. Don't fast forward those conversations. That's where you get the golden opportunity words, vocabulary words. I'm sure if we went back through that conversation, you could pick out some seven or higher vocabulary words.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. This These beginning conversations you guys that's this is this is the native nine we're talking about yeah if you're gonna pick apart what we say like grammar wise and stuff like that that's that's a that's a waste of time that's not what we're focusing on we Mm -hmm. are communicating as we would to anybody in, in these beginning conversations very
0: natural so guys don't fast forward that don't think it's a waste of time don't don't say oh get to the point go back and use that as your material
1: Exactly. Yeah. Include these words and phrases on speaking and writing because that's the only way to impress the examiner and get that seven or higher for vocabulary. Awesome. Um, so today, we was it a student in our course or just a listener that wrote in? I, I think it was a listener. Okay, cool. So a listener wrote in with some questions about specific vocabulary related to work. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. Should we read the question? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go for it.
0: What happens when students join the Three Keys IELTS success system? They move their score to a seven overall like Rodrigo, or a 5.5 to a seven on speaking like Cheryl, or an eight in speaking like Nadia, or an 8.5 in reading like Katerina. If you want to be among these success stories, or the many others that we already have for the Three Keys IELTS success system, go ahead and get into the course now. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-E. S. Okay, where does the question start? Okay, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing pretty well. Thank you so much for asking. I have a question for you. I know the terms related to jobs are common on the IELTS exam. Having said that, I would like you to explain these experience levels people always find when they're searching for a job, such as entry level, associate, senior, mid-senior, and internship. Right. So she wants to understand these vocabulary words a little bit better for work titles. Mm.
1: Interesting. Um, I would pick first two phrases to put together in your vocab books, guys, the entry level, uh, mid-level, I would add to that, and senior. Um, Entry level and senior, not so much about Related to experience. It is related to experience, but I think it's more so the time in the job as well. Mm. So you'll probably be entry level if you're a new employee, right? Yeah. Because you have to start at a lower position if you're new to the company. So that's one thing. Entry level could also be because your, your skills and expertise are not trained yet. So entry level would probably also involve more training. Yeah. Um, to get you to higher levels. So that's like the beginning position, just starting out with a company, not high pay, but senior employees, you, I think you will rarely enter a job at a senior level. Yeah. So this does reflect your skills and expertise for sure, but I think mainly it has to do with how long you've been with the company.
0: Wow. You have an in-depth knowledge of the corporate world. I don't. <laughs> 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 I'm surprised. I'm impressed. Very cool. Fl- okay. I've written a variety of textbooks, some of which are about business English. Oh, I'm actually so writing useful. a new
1: textbook this summer called called English for the Workplace, Book Two. Oh, so keep your and eye, these eye out for that, guys. are in there.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Okay, good. So, are there any other vocabulary words that we should know when it comes to work levels and experience levels?
1: Um, I think the word novice is an interesting word and, um, the difference between amateur and professional, uh, mm. because it's, it's in this same group of words, guys, that you're gonna put in your book. So, novice just means like, like a newbie, like you know nothing. Okay. Novice mm. means completely new to something. Mm-hmm. So, that's gonna be similar to ed- an entry level position, right? You're mm. a novice at this job. Um, amateur, that's this, word comes up a lot on the exam for some reason. Amateur just means you're doing something but not getting paid for it. It doesn't necessarily mean you're bad at it. It doesn't reflect how you're doing something. It just means that you're doing something more as a hobby and you're not getting paid for it. Whereas professional is the opposite. It means you're getting paid for what you're doing.
0: Very cool. I like that. And where are these vocabulary words likely to be used the most on the test? Is it more in the speaking test or the writing test or what do you think? You know, I would, I,
1: I would find these words in listening sections one and two, to be honest, okay. mm-hmm. because um, it's more general topics in one and two, and work is one of those general topics. So I've seen these words in listening sections one and two for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, could be on the reading test if it's a, related to business or the corporate structures. Um, these words are very useful in speaking part one and speaking part three and writing task two.
0: Oh, wow. So this would be a good use of our time to go ahead and make sure we have a few of these terms under our belt.
1: Hi, listeners. This is Jessica. Um, as we were editing this uh, podcast, we noticed that my audio cut out for some reason. So, so far, we've gone through the terms entry level and senior, novice, amateur, professional. Uh, we talked about where you could use this stuff on the test, on the listening test, the reading test. You could produce it in the speaking and writing. This vocabulary guys, anything seriously related to work and studies. um, These two topics happen all the time on the IELTS exam. So, this is very useful vocabulary. Um, A couple things, a couple more terms to add to this that the listener wrote in about One is associate. So this has a couple meanings that come to mind. Um, it, first of all, it comes to mind as like a, like a law firm, right? There's like partners and associates. So partners are, they charge more money. They've been there longer. Associates are a little bit newer to the, uh, to the firm. So that's, that's what I think, like a legal associate, a lawyer. Um, The other term, the other way we use it is like as a partner, but a partner in business. So for example, if someone calls me to ask about our IELTS course or something. I could say, um, well, let me refer you to my associate Lindsay. <laughs> so that's, those are the two ways we use that word when it comes to work. Um, the last word that, that the person wrote in about was about internship. Um, internships are a very interesting idea and I'd be interested for you guys to write in if, uh, they exist in your country to the extent that they do here. Because I know internships are so common. My mom, for example, um, she went back to university in her 50s, actually. And um, in order for her to get her just a bachelor's to be a dietitian, she had to do an internship in New York at a hospital in New York in Queens. And um, she learned a lot from this experience. And internships are like a work learning opportunity. And they're usually not paid. So they're a way for bigger companies and businesses to get free work from people. But it's also an opportunity for students and people new to the work, to the, to the market, I should say, or new to the field. It's a way for them to get experience, right? Because before you're hired, um, education isn't always enough. You also need experience. So internships are, um, accomplish both of those things. So, they're beneficial for the employer and the person who is going to look for real paid work soon. Um, so, guys, again, I hope you took notes on these things. Uh, they could be found anywhere on the exam. Even in writing task one, there are graphs about employers and employees and work placement and whatnot. So, this is very useful vocabulary, guys. And please leave us a comment in um, on our website, ielts.allears. English.com. Leave a comment on this episode to tell us if, uh, what's the deal with internships in your country? Is this a cultural thing? Is it universal? Um, I'm curious and I want to read your ideas. So thanks for listening today, you guys. I hope this work related vocabulary will be useful and stick in your head and remember practice, practice, practice. That's the only way you'll remember it. All right. Thanks for listening, listening.